Flying Bull Productions presents Laugh, Literature, and Film. Welcome to the special edition of Laugh. Laugh goes to the Oscars. For today's review, the Laugh podcast races into the future to discuss George Miller's Mad Max Fury Road. This fourth installment of the Mad Max series is a high-octane, high-speed, high-concept thriller that delights and thrills its audience through its tight stunt choreography and incredible practical effects. A virtuoso technical achievement, Fury Road stars Tom Hardy as the titular Max Rokitansky and contains an impressive physical acting performance by Charlize Theron as Imperator Furiosa, who may have every reason to be even angrier than Max himself. This movie has a good shot to be the overall winner of this year's Oscar race, boasting nine additional nominations, including Best Director, Best Cinematography, Film Editing, and Visual Effects. Join the Laugh Podcast as they ride along with Ripsaw Imperator, the Organic Mechanic, and the Doof Warrior to fang it down the Fury Road in pursuit of Furiosa's war rig. Mad Max Fury Road. Boom. This I'm going to you. This movie wins the Oscars, Mr. Uh, Bull. All of them? Yep. It wins all of the Oscars. No, it takes away the most Oscars. Even though it's up for, I think it's nominated for 10 different Oscars. I think it'll win seven. Wow. I, yeah. I agree with you. It wins the most, but I'm down at four. Yeah, I put the over under. I could put the over under at five. No, you put it at seven. I could. So now there's that giant push area in the middle. Right. Uh, hate the push. Pushes uh, are so mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> George Miller wins uh, Best Director? I hope so. I, I think he's one of the last great old directors who doesn't have a Academy Award. And I think, you know, no one's going to be upset that George Miller has one. He wants to do a much smaller picture next. He's not willing to jump right into the sequel. He says he wants to do something along the lines of, uh, what's that, Happy Feet? Happy, yeah, yeah. Pig, uh, pig in the city. Well, what's he, the other he movie? did babe. the animated film Happy Feet about all the tap dancing penguins, yeah. and then he did the two Babe films. Right, that guy has some range. Uh, he Pig also did the, the Witches Sh- of Eastwich of Eastwick. That's yeah, that's a smaller film. It's good stuff though. I mean, but it, it's such different yeah, genres and everything. I mean, I don't think he gets enough appreciation for what he's doing. Well, he might this year. He might win. I. And this movie, since it will win the Oscars, according to my my predictions, uh, he'll get the recognition that he so richly deserves. Once they go back and do the sequels, though, I'm afraid they might ruin it. They might ruin some parts of it. Why? By explaining too much? Yeah, I think part of the what they are going to attempt to do is, I think they're going to try to do a prequel with Imperator Furiosa that's been bandied about or suggested as a possible um, topic for a movie. And I think when you peel away some of the mystery surrounding her and uh, sort of expose her motivations, I think that makes them, it, it cheapens the film that exists now, the film that is Mad Max Fury Road. I'd like it if they did a completely different 
As much as I like Imperator Furiosa, I wouldn't mind them doing... Oh, Dalton makes an appearance. You have made a strong point that he, has uh, gotten Dalton to back you. <laughs> Dalton agrees with me. <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> I don't even know. What did I say? As much as I like Imperator mm-hmm. Furiosa, mm-hmm. I think I would appreciate them leaving her alone and just having Max travel to another area or another village and have a new adventure with them if i had to bet i mean miller has gone back and forth between saying whether he's going to do another film or not i see him doing another mad max film i could see after he dies you know in 10 years imperial furiosa gets her own film i think she's an interesting character uh hollywood wants to create female action heroes you know and Probably they need to. We don't have enough strong women roles in Hollywood. Yeah, but without George Miller, the Mad Max movie universe loses any appeal. Yeah, but But someone's going to want to try and do that. So I I think that happens. I don't see Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron working together on another film. Apparently, they grew to hate each other during filming of this film. And they spent... uh, bunch of months filming this from it was <laughs> something like five five, five or six months specific. total this film they started working on it in july of 2012 went through shooting into december of that year came back the following year in november of 2013 and then this film was in the editing room for another year and a half it came out in may of uh, 2015 this movie had a long production, long gestation, lo- long post production time. In addition to a long production time, yeah. Um, Apparently, they were at each other's throats for most of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I think Miller deserves a lot of credit for bringing this film together, but he had a lot of time to work on it. He had a huge staff. Uh, a lot of the stories I hear about the filming of this makes it sound like a modern day apocalypse. Now there were over 480 hours of footage to comb through. It took them three months just to watch everything and just to pull stuff that they thought they might be vaguely interesting. Yeah. I don't have the budget here. I'm wondering if it did it go grossly over budget. I don't think too badly over budget, but I mean, it was North of a hundred million. Miller was a producer on the film, I think. So he knew where he was putting his money or where he was going to spend his money or, why? Yeah, but if you're 78, what do you care? 72? I thought he was older than that. I thought he was in his 80s. Yeah, I mean, what do you care? You can't take the money with you. Might as well invest <laughs> it in one last uh, romp through the desert. It's okay if you're spending your own money. If you start spending other people's money, that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I really like that they spent so much time, and maybe that's why this film worked so well, because it is incredibly fast-paced, uh, tons of quick cuts. The film averages something like, 22 cuts per minute which is ridiculously quick but yet i never had a problem watching the action i agree with you i I didn't it moves along at such an uh impressive pace it's a chase scene Mm -hmm. and then a rechase scene and that's pretty much it and whereas with some of these other movies like the revenant i have a harder time recommending Mm -hmm. to people i could recommend this to almost anybody and just tell them, hey, it's worth the experience to see it in the theater. I don't know if it holds up as much on a television screen. Obviously, it wouldn't. But even for me. Well, um, I know our announcer, John Anderson, he saw this on a plane with bad uh, yeah. airplane headphones. And he wasn't interested. He didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I could see it being really boring in those situations. But 
on a big screen uh, in the same sort of theater that like some of these new theaters with the uh, reclining seats, the reclining seats sound, and yeah. the subwoofer. Oh man, just immerse yourself in that world would be. Uh, I can't wait to see it again in the theaters. In fact, I don't think I will have to. I think I'm going to go see this in the movie theaters. It'll be so, out around here uh, because this weekend is the Oscars, right? So, yeah, all these movies should be showing up in some art house or some uh, movie theaters. You going to marathon there. them all? No, I don't have to because some of them I don't really like. Maybe you'll like them on the second viewing. No, or in Mad Matt's case, on the seventeenth viewing. There are three of these movies that I actively dislike. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I can name them. Yeah, I'm sure that you can. We've talked about <laughs> Yeah, now that we've talked about all of them. But I think a couple of them surprise you, so. Um, yeah, I was surprised that you disliked some of these films when after you first saw them and told me. I'm like, really? Yeah, I think part of the reason that I dislike them, just in addition to the fact that I, that I didn't like what they were doing, is um, a movie like Sicario gets knocked off for some of them. And Sicario is just so much better than the bottom three to me that... Uh, you know, it just sort of adds to the annoyance factor that I have with those movies. But I'm sure they're fine. Whatever, they're good. They they tell the stories they want to tell. It doesn't matter what I feel about mm-hmm. them necessarily. I f- I kind of need to change my attitude about stuff. If Mad Max wins Best Picture, you have an action movie, little science fiction, whole dystopia. Does this start off uh, some copycat films? Do people try to capture lightning in a bottle? I- you know, I don't know. Sometimes I would say yes, but I think it's it's more what the copycats come from movies that are financially successful. This is financially successful, but not to the same extent as say like a Star Wars, obviously, or um I don't Jurassic. Think, I mean, this was financially World. successful and that was one of the popular storylines. This movie made about the same amount of money as Terminator did worldwide. Oh, see, and it cost oh. about the same amount. Yeah, I, I, I can see a movie like, um, like I, I don't think that this because it wins because of its, its genre is going to spawn a bunch of imitators any more so than it would have already had. I mean, there's already they got the dystopian race chase movies anyway. Oh yeah, your Death Race two thousand. So maybe they repackage them, send them out, try to make them more prestige. I think that this movie is surprised by its success and its recognition. You don't think people are going, yeah, we're going to the Oscars, baby, for anything uh, other than visual effects and maybe some editing slash right. cinematography I, stuff. I wonder how many of those got added on or tacked on because of its popularity as a as a choice for Best Picture. This is the most surprising, I think. And it has a... it's. It's in the top half in terms of its chances. I mean, to me, this movie distinguishes itself from the other action films because of how tight the editing is, because of how great the cinematography is. Mm-hmm. You know, even though some people have said, well, it's boring because everything is just centered in the frame, but it makes it easy to track and you have to be able to understand what's going on or else you've right. got a bad movie. So. <sighs> I think it deserves all this stuff. And I like yeah, seeing talented people work in this genre. As far as like spawning imitators, I didn't, you didn't see a whole lot of new slave narratives after 12 years of slave one best picture or. Well, not yet. Okay. I, I think 2016 they're doing, um, free Har- world, of uh, the... Harper's Ferry. Uh, what was that? Um, rebellion, the slave rebellion, Matt Turner. Yeah. 
that's going to be a big film for 2016. What, Birth of a Nation, also. Yeah. Big Sundance hit. Uh, but I don't think that they're imitators of Going sleep. back to this film, though, 200 of the cast and crew that worked on this film and made it such a success are going to, or worked on Gods of Egypt. The yeah. newest Gerard Butler film that looks like wow. a steaming pile, but yeah. maybe shocker, it's going to be amazing. There might be some good stunt work. So you know we'll what? Uh, it's making me hold out hope. It's already made back its money. Yeah. Oh, it'll do great so. internationally. In Egypt, uh, <laughs> it's probably not even showing in Egypt. China is going to yeah, love China's this so. thing. So, all right, um, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Boom. Thank you for joining me, Mr. Lusk. This is Mr. Bull saying there be dragons. Fox and Bottom, everybody. What do you think of this year's Academy Awards? Let Laugh know your opinion. Email the show at thelaughpodcast at gmail.com, tweet at the Laugh Podcast, or send a message on Facebook.com backslash the Laugh Podcast. We will read the best comments on a future show. What did you think of today's review? Did the guys get it right? Or are you wondering what movie they watched? Send in your review by emailing the show at thelaughpodcast at gmail.com, tweeting at the Laugh Podcast, or messaging us on facebook.com backslash the Laugh Podcast. We will read the best ones on a future show.